We're live again on another beautiful wheelchair Wednesday uh, here in the wheelhouse headquarters up here in Michigan. And today we have another special guest for you guys. Um, not typical injury that we normally have on the show, but uh, it's it's something new, and we're we're inviting anybody that uh, lives their life in a wheelchair to tell their experience, and uh, we, we'll ask them some questions. So before we get to that, let's go ahead and roll the intro, and then we'll do our introductions. Welcome to the Wheelhouse Wheelchair Wednesday. All right, guys, let's welcome our guest, uh, Miss Tomasa Wilman. Oh, I even got the wrong one. Wait, let me get you the right intro here. See, look at me even messing up. There we go. Howdy. How are you? I'm doing good. Good to see you. Now, before we get into the questions, um, as with everybody, I, I kind of let you take the floor. Uh, introduce yourself. Tell people who you are. Um, and then a little bit about kind of like how to happen. What is it? That's kind of our first question anyway. So we'll just let you, you know, introduce yourself and go from there. I'm Tomasa. Um, I'm a mom of three kids. See the one in the background. Um, <laughs> I actually became a paraplegic February 6th of 2020. I had an open heart surgery that the surgery went fine, but coming around to them starting my heart, one side did not function and the other side was functioning at five or six percent. Human oh, heart can't survive like that. Right. So I ended up on something called ECMO, which acts like the heart and it cycles the blood for you. I was on life support for two, two and a half weeks. And when I woke up, I was paralyzed from my waist down. Man. So when you woke up, uh, what was like kind of, uh, you know, how, how did it all come to you? You just kind of woke up and you couldn't feel anything or they kind of asked you or what happened then? Um, I, I still had a tube in my throat. It was weird because my brother was home from the military didn't know he was home he was sitting next to me and kind of looked at him weird i can't see without my my glasses i have contacts in now and my now ex-husband was walking out the room and my brother had to grab his attention say hey she's awake they called the doctors in they waited 12 hours to pull the tube out oh, of man. my throat when I woke up, my first question was, why can I not feel my legs? What's wrong? Right. He waited a whole 24 hours to tell me that I was paralyzed from my waist down. Yeah. Well, that's uh, one way to learn. That would suck real bad. Especially when you yeah. went to sleep and you knew that you could feel everything and then you wake up and you can't. It was definitely life-changing. It took me a good 48 hours to actually realized okay this, this is real right and it it did a lot of damage mentally oh i can imagine i can imagine this was uh you said this was when this was 2020 2020 just before it actually happened just before covid started 
Hmm. Man, yeah, I was just saying uh, before we went live, that's right around my... I, I My accident happened in um, October 26, 2019. So right when I got home in January 9th of 2020, that's like right when COVID hit and everything started shutting down. And in a way, I was kind of like, you know what? I was like, good. Let people realize what it's like to have to sit at home. Let them, you know what I mean? Because at the time, I was all mad about it being in, like stuck where I was. And you do, you go through a mental kind of a breakdown the first year or two. It, it did a lot. When I, they kept me in ICU for a week, roughly. I was at University of Michigan. And they sent me I mean, You couldn't have been at a better hospital, though, you know. I, I'm glad I was at the hospital I was at because they, I, I went at the end of February to rehab there. And I got out March 12th of 2020. I had exceeded in everything they could teach me. The rest I had to learn at home. Right. Yeah, there's nothing like going home and actually being home for the first time and realizing that, like, okay, I'm on my own now. I got to do all this by myself. I mean, you have help, but it's like, you know, you don't have the the people with you 100, you know, 24-7 all the time. No. Yep. And what my son at the time was a year old, just over a year old. Oh, man. Yeah, it's got to be hard. Yeah, my biggest thing I miss about being in the hospital is being able to press the button and then bring me, like, pies and cakes and stuff. But yeah. you, you, want, you don't want to eat too many of those. Let me tell you that. No. Um, so this this question is kind of – I already know your answer because, I mean, I, I you know, I would say yes. But uh, it's would you walk if you could. Now, a lot of people, you know, they get injured and they've been injured for three, four, five, six, ten years. 15 years sometimes and I say if you could go back and change all that would you would you you know change it and then but start all the way over so all the progress you've made so far would go back and then you would start from that point again you know what I mean so like if you could go back and restart would you do it part of me yes I do miss the use of my legs I do miss being able to run with my kids play play ball like a normal person would but part of me, honestly, no, because it, it's giving me the opportunity to show my kids, no matter what life throws at you, you can still do anything you set your mind to. Right. Right. Absolutely. Anything. Yep. I, I, uh, I second that. Um, This next question I got is dating slash married, um, you know, versus like before you were out now you're in the wheelchair tell us about that how did the how's that going for you it's going um actually i was married for 10 years before i became wheelchair bound i divorced my divorce actually started in november of 2020 finalized october of 21 and i actually just remarried last august to someone that we weren't supposed to be a thing, but here we are. We've been dating almost three years now. All right. Well, so that's good. So you haven't had any trouble in the dating field or anything else. Um, no. But it sounds like you knew this person previous anyway, previous from the accident. Yes. Yeah, which makes it a little bit easier. Uh, Brian Neal says, hi, Rick and Tomasa. Hello. Hello. Uh, Brian, how you doing? 
Um, all right, so that's good. Um, you know, it just goes to show. Just because you're down and out don't mean you're out and down. You know what I mean? I don't know if that makes sense or not, but it sounds good. Um, pet peeves. What is your biggest pet peeve about being in a wheelchair? That everything isn't accessible for people like us that are, are in a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. Granted, they're supposed to be, but really, they're they're not. I want to go for walks with my kids, sidewalks. Well, oh, I'm, especially in Michigan, the roads, absolutely not. I I have to wheel myself around all the time, so that makes it a little harder. Don't my chair does not like the grass, doesn't like the dirt, the mud. I actually have a funny story about mud and the sidewalk. My brother was home from being overseas. <laughs> we went for a walk and he was wheeling me down the sidewalk. Mm -hmm. Well, there was a mud puddle that we just thought it was water. So he's like, oh, we'll just run through it. We'll go mudding. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize how thick it was and my chair stopped and I went out of my chair. Oh no. In the mud. Oh, in the mud. I was covered in mud. I gotta hit this for that one. About it. I definitely wouldn't want to do that. Do you uh right now do you usually use a manual chair or a power chair? Manual. Okay. Uh, we'll get to that too. That's a question down the line. Um everybody watching, Becky Dawn, thank you. What's going on? Hello, hello. Um, so the next question I got for you is what is something that you wish you could do that you no longer can? That it would be going and riding bikes with my kids, rollerblading with my kids, little things like that. I miss um, riding I bikes. Cars, but I have found little ways to be able to do so. Right. I'm working on getting back into painting cars. So that's, that's cool. a little bit of progress. Nice. Like, yeah, painting cars. Oh, we also, that's how it is, though. Just got to get back up. Dawn said she's one of the strongest women I know. Oh, there, there you go. He sounds like you got some supporters out there. Yes, that is actually my mother. Nice. Good to see you, Mom. Uh, what? So now that we're here, let's just talk about the wheelchair. What type of wheelchair do you got? You know, I'm not exactly too sure because <laughs> when I got my chair, I was in that state of this isn't really real. I'm going to get the use of my legs back. Right. And now, I mean, they customized it to fit me because I am a smaller figured person. It's not the comfortablest one, but it works. Right. It gets me around. Uh, do you have a name for it at all? No, my kids like to play on it, so it's their. They call it the jungle gym. The jungle gym. Yeah, as he's climbing up the side of it here. Right. Oh, he's like, oh, I got to be on camera too. What are you doing up here, Ma? <laughs> Let me get in the spotlight. Um, what do you do? Oh, he's got some eggs. Yeah, be careful; those are going to be real expensive here in a couple of years. <laughs> Marshmallow eggs. Right. Oh, nice. <laughs> what do you do for fitness? How do you stay uh, active and doing stuff now in a wheelchair? I do a lot of upper body workouts. My brother has sent me some stuff with weights and being able to 
push myself up in different positions, mm -hmm. lifting me, well, almost five-year-old up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we can play sports and all kinds of things, huh? Yeah. Do you have decent core strength, do you realize? Like, because I'm, I'm a T3, T4, I'm chest level, and that's one thing mm -hmm. I miss is, like, the core strength. I wish I had that. Some days I'm okay. Since I'm T12, it's belly mid-level, mid so belly button down. Okay. There's other days that I feel like I can't hold myself up. Right. Yeah. Good days and bad days, I hear that. Um, what is your pain level like? You have any pain that you experience daily or time to time or? I'm constantly in pain. I have chronic nerve pain. We are working on getting it taken care of. About a year ago, I had a, a nerve stimulator placed in my spine to help with the nerve pain. Mm -hmm. Cause my nerves and my legs are, my doctors say they're overactive compensating for the muscles as they're trying to communicate with the muscles right and that the muscles obviously just aren't communicating back um and i also just started getting injections into my hips steroid injections mm. help with the swelling and inflammation that i have in the soft tissues of my hips now from being in a constant sitting position right i never thought about that Becky. Um, yeah, I've heard of different things you can do, like uh, the acupuncture therapies and stuff like that to kind of help get the stuff flowing. Um, I myself have not really tried to do that only because my particular injury, like the doctor, you know, he said he's like, honestly, I can't tell you. It could be three years, could be five years, could be seven years, could be never. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, if, if he said pretty much if you start to feel stuff, let us know and then we'll go from there. And I was like, all right, cool, whatever. So in my mind, I just took it as like, well, I guess I'll just get used to the chair then. You know what I mean? And so I've, I've kind of set my mind up for it. And a lot of it is, I think, uh, mind state and how you choose to view it. You know what I mean? And what you choose to do about it. Um, what is my next question is what helps you the most after uh, the injury? Honestly, it's been my support system and my kids. I've had a really good support system from day one. My mom and my siblings have been there. My kids, even though they don't quite understand, they, they don't realize how much them just being with me has helped. Right, even though they need us, we don't realize how much we need them as well, huh? Yes, my aunts and uncles, and now I'm my husband he does he helps me do a lot and he's he's one of my biggest supporters because he's we got to get out and do things my best friends come on let's go kayaking we do a lot of kayaking in the summer oh yeah so they're always constantly okay you're not gonna sit around here and be all mopey let's go nice heck yeah i can relate to that um next thing i got for you is what is your hobbies like uh before and or after before i i love cars especially older cars how i grew up i grew up in a junkyard nice <laughs> so now i still love cars i do right now i just started my own business because i was just no one wanted to hire me so i'm like well you know what i'm just gonna start my own business gonna make my own money i do woodworking i burn wood make 
tables and frames and you name it, I could probably do it. Nice. Um, as far as cars go, do you, are you familiar, since you're from kind of, uh, I mean, local to where I am, are you familiar with the downtown Jackson car shows? Yes, I am. Nice. My I great, used to go there quite a bit. My grandfather is one of the guys that got that started, uh, funny enough. We have something in the wheelhouse here with the Jackson Citizen Patriot when they wrote an article about it a long time ago. Um, so that's always nice. I like to get down there. They got a huge show down there. I mean, they have over six, 700 cars most times. Oh, yes. Yeah, so that's a good one to go to for sure. Yep, and then Don Marshall, shout out to Don uh, here in Jackson. He has a lot of ones at his house. He does all kinds of stuff all over the place. Oh, yes, um, he does. Yeah, that's a good buddy of mine. Um, so what about travel? Do you like to go places, do things as far as, like, leave the house for long periods of time, pack the car, you know? We haven't done a whole lot of traveling. I mean, we, we've gone to Virginia. That was two years ago now. And actually, we have a family vacation planned up for the end of June to go down to North Carolina for a week. Nice. Okay. Well, I'm super excited about that. Yeah, I've uh, yet to do. I, I'm still waiting to to do something big. I was thinking about going to Tennessee, but it's just leaving and making sure, you know what I mean? You have everything and... How are you going to, yep. you know, where are you going to stay at? How's everything going to work down there? So my nurses have already just let us know. We'll make sure you have all your supplies that you need before right. you go. We'll make sure that you have enough just in case. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Hell Wheels, uh, we are on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch all at the same time. That's why you, he's watching on YouTube and I'm like talking to people on Facebook. He's like, Who, where else are you going? I don't see anybody else. Um... <laughs> So that's good. I mean, it's it's. I think travel. If if you do like to do it, it's something you shouldn't. You know, that shouldn't stop you. You should just just try it. Go out, do it again. You know, see what you think. Just because you you are wheelchair bound, no matter your your level of energy energy. Injury. No matter you have the level, you can do things. There's right. always something for someone to do. Being outside is therapeutic. Oh yeah, absolutely. I do agree with that as well. Um, the last question that I have for you is what is the biggest piece of advice you would give to somebody who was newly injured? Don't give up no matter what. I know it's hard. I definitely have my days to where I'm like, I'm just done. Like, what is the point? But there's always people out there to support you, whether it's your family, friends, others that have been in your place. Or are in your place. No matter what, you can't just give up. There, there is life after becoming paralyzed and losing a good portion of your yourself. Right. Yep, I agree with that, one hundred percent. I would also add to this uh, conversation that uh, you know it's also good to do what we're doing kind of, you know what I mean? If you can, if you find an outlet, let people know. You know what I mean? If, if, uh, you, like you said, you did, you didn't know if you could do this. You were, well, you, you were kind of nervous and a lot of people are nervous, but the more people that can stand up and well, I say stand up very loosely, but stand up and actually speak out and say something, you know, like, Hey, you know, it's okay to feel this way or that way. Um, I think it's, it's, it's important. We can all be in this together 
You know what I mean? Support system is, is important. And not everybody has support systems like we do. So it's like, you know. And if anybody ever wanted to reach out to me, ask questions or, or even just talk, I'm always a message away. I'm willing to talk to anybody that's fairly new at it or even that's had it for a few years, 20 years. It doesn't matter. I'm willing to be someone's support system. Right. Very admirable. I like it. Jessica says, hey, Tomasa, love you. That's one of my besties. Nice. Yeah, you definitely got a big support system. Um, one thing we are going to do uh, after we get done with all this is I'm going to get your information for the GoFundMe that we talked about you have. Um, tell us a little bit about that. What is that about? So the GoFundMe that I have going on right now, hold on, brother, is for a track chair. And it, what the track chair will do is it's more like it's got, they look like tracks on them. Mm-hmm. Almost and like tank treads, through, yeah. Yeah. So it goes through the, it can go up to five inches of water, goes through the sand, the dirt, the grass. And just with my kids, we love being outdoors, hiking. Right now we are in softball season. We like to go to the beach and, and just in my chair, it makes it a little more complicated. So that chair gives me a little bit more freedom to go outdoors and be able to go back to hunting and being able to go more places to go fishing and just be outdoors with my kids because being inside it's a pain oh yeah and if anybody's tried to roll a regular wheelchair manual wheelchair through sand or gravel or something like that you'll understand even going uphill on a small angle in the grass is is like double hard you know what i mean with anything else um hot wheels or hell wheels says my advice is to keep your body parts healthy the ones that you don't feel i've been in wheels for 30 years appreciate that hell wheels um so yeah we'll get that down in the description um so anybody that would like to help tomasa get her track chair or at least a good start on it um let let her know and just go ahead and you know help out anything helps that it does. Uh, but besides that, I appreciate you joining with me. Um, stay with me here after we get done wrapping up, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more um, about how we're going to do this stuff with the, the guests that come. And then anybody else that wants to join on a Wheelchair Wednesday, feel free to just send me a message on Facebook or comment on YouTube or um, however you want. I don't know if I have an email attached, but just hit it, click it, send it, do whatever. Besides that... Uh, what is your last words of the people, miss? Stay strong because no matter what life throws yeah, at you, you will make a big difference in somebody's life. Yeah, you love to play with me. Nice. My dog, my meadow's dog. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, good job, buddy. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, uh, we'll see you on the next Wheelchair Wednesday. I'm Wheelchair Rick, and see ya.